Hey, this is Two Birds, One Clone, a sports podcast where three college friends bullshit about sports. Um, let's get right let's into get right other to news on football. Um, we have NBA free agency. Um, I think we can all agree here. The Lakers just I, – I think – I didn't think that they would get any better from last year. If anything, I figured they'd get worse, but they just completely proved me wrong there. Yeah, I think uh, Los Rondo was big, though. Because I think that was, he was one of the main reasons why they won the championship. And they lose him. They got they got a better – no, that's not even biased. That was, but um, they got a better scorer with Schroeder. And you got more offense with Trez. So that's a, that's a plus. But you lose some defense with Dwight Howard, which AD is a good defender. So, I mean, I think they got some scores. So that will help compete, especially nowadays in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, well, they had their two superstars, obviously, kind of carry them through it, through the playoffs this year. But now, like, you look at their bench, like, they might be, like, the deepest team in the league because possibly, like, Schroeder coming off the bench, um, Wesley Matthews, Montrez, like, Caruso, you know, like, you still got all those guys, too. So, like, they're going to have, like, four to five guys that could start on normal teams, come off the bench, which is dangerous. Um. Like, I also heard, like, this rumor that AD is holding out just so then they could potentially sign Giannis and, like, give cap room. Like, I I hope to God, like, it doesn't happen. And, like, I doubt it will. But, like, I I absolutely, like, I would just hate that move because I don't even, like, mind the Lakers that much because, like, I'd like to see LeBron, like, win again. But, um, like, it would be almost like that Warriors team, but, like, even better, like, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I I don't think they would be better than Warriors. I think the Warriors, um, because they, the shooting's not there like the Warriors yeah, had. Offense with KD, they can spread the floor really well, and defense still with Clay and um, Draymond and stuff. And also though, yeah, I was basically that. But if they, though, I heard the Bucks since Bogdanovich's trade fell through. You know, he didn't want to go there. It drove Giannis away even more. The Bucks said that. They're not as confident anymore that he's coming back. They're not as confident as they were. So, I don't know. Maybe he'll go Lakers, mate. I don't know if he's going to go Lakers, but he could go somewhere. I think I think he'll stay in Milwaukee. I think Giannis is a hometown kind of dude. Yeah. And I, I hope so, at least. I mean, I feel like the only reason why, why like he would go to L.A. is, like, well, yeah, to win a ring maybe and then, I guess, play, play with his brother. But I don't think it, like, means that much to him, like, over, you know – and then, yeah, I'm pretty sure one of them plays on the Bucks with him too, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know there's three of them, but I I only know like of the two that are actually like playing right now. Well, I guess Colsis or whatever for the Lakers doesn't really play. Yeah, he's got a roster spot at least. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think the second biggest winner in free agency. Well, I mean, other than like the Thunder, because like they didn't really like add to the roster, but uh, the Rockets getting Boogie. I mean, if he could be healthy. And then they got Kristen Wood from uh, Detroit, and he's, like, super young and good. I mean, if their team, like, with the new coach and everything, can, like, find a new way to play, like, where they can all play together, like, I think think the Rockets could actually, like, be a force in the West. I mean, I don't think they'll come out of the West, but they can, you know, obviously be, like, super competitive. If they can keep those – if now if they can keep Westbrook and Harden – would, and you add those guys and Boogie, like you said, if he could be productive, they'll be a they'll, they'll be a playoff team for sure. Yeah, uh, well, the hard thing is with like 
Boogie is. He came off like it. Uh, Achilles injury. I think it was twice. It was both yep. yeah. towards Achilles. He's a and big, like, he's when a big you heard, guy too. Yeah, when you heard that, you gotta like relearn how to walk, which, especially for a guy like a seven footer as big as Boogie, it'll be tough to do. But I think my sleeper team in free agency was the Pelicans because obviously they gave away Drew Holiday, but he was starting to get up there, and they just reloaded with young talent again. They got like. Three more first rounders. Like I think the Pelicans are set for the next five, ten years with this with the core they have now and the picks. Yeah. Well, they, they signed Ingram too, but that's that's yeah. huge. Get him on extension. I think I think so. The Warriors losing um Clay obviously was huge. You get you replace you don't really replace him with Ubre, but Ubre is gonna help a lot because they were people were th- just counting them out completely. But I think Ubre is gonna add a lot of scoring. But the real team that I think got really good is the Hawks. With you signed Rondo to be behind Trey Young now, and you also get um, you got Big O from in the draft, and you got Bogdanovich now. You got Gallinari. I think that's gonna be really good. They're gonna be on the rise. Give them a couple years, they'll be. Right I mean, that team will be the, so dangerous behind the arc. Like yes, you got Kevin Huter and Trey Young. Yeah, because they're in the East, right? Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah they, and like, and especially with the new playoffs rules this year, I guess if you guys haven't heard, but like, it's gonna be ten. Yeah. It's gonna be ten teams from each uh, conference making it. So yeah, they could easily yeah, make the playoffs. Good. Are they doing like buys then, or how are they? They must have a buy for like. Yeah, it'll be a yeah for top two seed. I assume so. Yeah. Um. Next in sports news, I think we got everything there almost, but um, we have. The Capital One golf match of Stephen Curry and Peyton Manning versus Phil Nicholson uh, and um, Charles Barkley. I, I don't know if you like saw any of that, but it's actually like kind of funny. Yeah, I haven't watched play. it. <laughs> he uh, saw Charles Barkley fix the swing a bit because it was kind of ugly. Oh, it was terrible. I think Curry, I know, is a really good golfer. Yeah. So I think since Charles Barkley's not very not great. They gave him a golfer, and then they just gave Curry and Peyton Manning just two pretty, like, really good non-golfers, I guess. Because last year there was the Brady and whoever he was with. I don't know who he was with, Woods or Nicholson. And then he had – yeah, so it was golfer and football versus golfer and football. But, yeah, they switched up this year. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I had no idea what was going on and (laughs) that this even happened, but – yeah, oh, no, actually, I think I saw someone barstool about it, but I have no idea. I saw it was going on yeah. today, like, as a black factor. I know they raised, like, $4.5 for HBCU. Yeah. Like, the historically Historic, black colleges. Yeah. Um, another news, uh, I think it's Vanderbilt. They This thing just happened a couple hours ago. Now they'll have a woman kicking for them in their game. Um. And, like, I don't really have a problem with this because, like, well, I mean, she's a kicker, so, like, she could be probably just as good as, like, a man. Like, I just think the awkward part would be, like, the locker room. I mean, you know, like, I mean, yeah, I just feel like if you're around, like, that much testosterone in a locker room and, like, you have a <laughs> chick in there. And, like, I don't know, I've never been in, like, a football locker room, but I imagine, like, people are naked more than they're not. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, well, she might not, she might not be in the locker room. She'll probably be on her own. That, see, that would be. I feel like that would just be weird. But I mean, <laughs> good for her though. I mean, yeah, we'll see how she does. Hopefully, she does good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, well, if she can ball out, let her ball out. But 
I just don't want someone, you know, coming off the edge and hitting her with a little sidewinder, sending her flying. <laughs> yeah, send her a sidewinder. <laughs> but, I mean, that would be kind of a side to see. I don't know if she's doing kickoffs or not, but, like, if it comes down to a one-on-one breakaway, that'd be some pay-per-view right there. Yeah, I'd imagine they would just have her, like, that on field goals and extra points. Yeah, because I, I'd imagine I she's wouldn't... not doing kickoffs. Yeah, because they, they said she was, like, a soccer player, so I doubt she would, like, know how to tackle, like, especially a D1 athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, I um, – now, like, more, like, less serious sports news. Uh, have you guys seen these, like, referee highlight films that they make? <laughs> yeah, the mixtapes. Yeah, they are so funny. <laughs> I, like, I saw a couple of them. Like, I got to bring this up as a podcast. Like, it's just – and then oh, those mixtapes are nuts. And then uh, the Purple Hosier won his dude perfect battle. Um, and then <laughs> oh yeah, I guess we can kind of talk a little bit. The Hawks and uh, what's it called Iowa State had his big win this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the clones. And then Luca Garza, more like Luca Doncic, just got <laughs> in Iowa for scoring. So let's see what he's got. As of now, on this podcast being. He's at 38. Yeah. With 10 minutes left in the second half, so. <laughs> I mean, granted, he is playing a school of the blind, but, yeah. <laughs> Props to him. Yeah, I have someone, someone else go out there and drop 38, so. And 36 at half. Congrats. Against a team that makes the tournament a lot. That's made the tournament a lot, quite a bit, in the last couple of years, so. Yeah, okay. All right. Now, let's get into our, what was it, week 11 last week? Yeah, week 11 yep. scored. Um, we'll start on a Thursday night game. It was actually like a great game, Cardinal-Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks win by seven. They cover the spread. I think Kyler and Russ Wilson, like, they, yeah, they like had great games. But uh, the Seahawks, their defense line actually showed up this week and made a difference in winning, so – yeah, there was no run game by Arizona at all. It was like 57 yards, I think they had. Total, that's not going to do it. Kai, uh, big thing is Kyler Murray kind of hurt his shoulder in that game. So, <laughs> hope he's okay. But um, the Seahawks defense, they get Dunlap. He gets two sacks. He gets the game-winning sack. And maybe that was the missing piece they needed to help that defense out. I guess we'll find out as time – as the season continues here, but – yeah, they actually look pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that Dunlap uh, trade was huge for him, and like just even the fact that they could contain Kyler Murray on the ground, which I don't think any team has done yet this year. Wow. Which like basically, yeah, yards. exactly, because Kyler usually averages about eighty in a touchdown a game. If you can hold him like under like thirty, make him like obviously he's a good thrower, but you make him sit back and throw it forty times without moving around, he's definitely a lot easier to go against. So the Seahawks did actually very good when it came to that. They kept D Hop to fifty one too, so I mean, that's pretty impressive game for Seahawks to be able to do that. Um, think we got everything there. Next game we have Patriots Texans, and Luke's just gonna roast me on this. I I watched games with Luke this week, and now Jack, but I had a huge <laughs> last podcast. I had a huge take about how Cam Newton just sucks. He ends up throwing three sixty five and a touchdown, but. At the end of the day, the Texans still end up winning twenty-seven to twenty off Deshaun Watson. He completely went off too. Three, three forty-four, two touchdowns. He had a great game. 
Deshaun Watson is balling out recently. Yeah. He's got, like, counting this game on Thursday, he's got, like, 1,700 yards. Like, through the last, like, four games, 1,700 yards, 16 touchdowns, like, no turnovers or something like that. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, Cam Newton, like I said, he's getting better every week. You know, he's getting a seat under him. And, oh, I guess he didn't believe me there. You know, no, he sucks. I mean, he did do it to a 3-7 and seven Titans team, but. Who will just and, won again. And he, threw, so. and he threw a touchdown pass to uh, J.J. Watt. So, yeah. Steeler. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, well, 365, though, like I said, he was getting his feet under him. It had to take a little bit because COVID takes a hit on you. I, From what it shows, everyone that's had it, I know announcers have said it, too, that they've had it. They said it sucks coming back from that, and he's getting back. Yeah, it kind of looks like COVID hit a um... – Hit him pretty hard when it came to the win column too, oh. <laughs> but because you know the Patriots just don't know how to win football games, and I think the Texans now are starting to kind of figure themselves out. Because I knew right away, like they were one and seven. I'm like these guys aren't that bad of a football team. Like they're giving good teams run for their money every game, but now they're starting to pick her, pick her up and get her rolling. So they actually should be kind of dangerous. I mean, Deshaun Watson even led them in rushing yards and with. 36 and a touchdown but I mean and then uh I had a Damian Harris take last week too how like I would start in fantasy because he scores so many yards but he never scores a touchdown well of course this week he scores a touchdown but he only rushes for 43 yeah it's like it's karma right there I mean I takes takes this past week we're not we're not that hot I think the last two games I just talked about like we didn't hit I think we all picked the Patriots for this game to cover minus two they didn't. I yeah, did. We picked. We all picked I got, the Patriots, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I got the Seattle game right. I picked Seattle now. Oh yeah, because you're telling you're like Kyler, like ball out for me to fantasy, but I don't think. It's yeah, but taking out though. Yeah. Um. Next game we have Falcons and Saints. Um, Saints ended up covering five point spread. I remember being like fifty fifty about this game because the Falcons were looking good, like past two weeks and I think they came off a bye week and yeah but they only scored nine in the first half then zero the rest of the game with Taysom Hill under center oh I'd love to see Taysom Hill in my fantasy lineup at tight end that was nice to see <laughs> gave me 24 points in that but no he played he played really well uh two rushing touchdowns too which that's what he does he, and I like him as a running quarterback because like he'll he'll hit people because, like, that's what he's been doing his whole, like, career in the NFL. He's been, a, like, a tight end, a running back and stuff. So, he's been hitting people. So, he actually takes it. Michael Thomas, finally, he had a good game. 12 targets, nine catches, 104 yards. They're going to be – they're a tough team right now. Even with Taysom, I think they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Yeah, when we got the news, what was it, Saturday, that Hill was starting, uh, I was kind of bummed out just because I want to see my boy Jameis ball out. I think I think we can all agree here yeah. with kind of Jameis Winston podcast. Yeah, we are. Oh, I love Taysom Hill though. Yeah, he's all right. So. But um, you know, first half Hill just looks terrible, and it's ten to nine at halftime, and I'm like, oh, this might actually be a close game. And then obviously, like the Saints defense keep doing Saints defense team things, and then the Saints tack on a few more touchdowns, and Hill actually had a decent day for him. But um, I guess I guess the first half just like. He's not as used to playing quarterback in, like, a normal quarterback system. But once he kind of got it rolling, the Saints were the usual Saints and the Falcons were the usual Falcons. So pretty pretty straightforward <laughs> in that game. Um, 
next game, I had a real fun time watching this because the <laughs> Titans, I know we talked kind of a lot of shit about them, but they pull one out in OT, and they hold Lamar to just 186 yards and a touchdown, and I had fat Lamar take, and I, Lamar said in an interview after the game, he's like, I swear people want us to lose, and I'm like, well, I mean, me personally, yeah, well, yeah, because I'm biased, but I don't I mean, he got ranked number one over Patrick Holmes for best player in the league last year. Like, that's just not even fair. Like, I get it. He won MVP, but still, like, you can't – like, I don't think they're on the same, like, same plane when it comes no. to, like, how talented of quarterback they are. Imagine playing Patrick Holmes fourth in overall. Well, who they have, like, Aaron Donald <laughs> and then – Russell Wilson was ahead oh, of him. Okay. But... but still, yeah. You can put Donald. I can see Donald, but the other two, like, come on. Personally, I'd put uh, Mahomes top two, and he's not two, so. <laughs> no, but King Henry on the ground, though. Yeah. Uh, 28 carries, 133 yards, and touchdown. He, he does it all. Game he's been doing it all year. Too. Yeah, he's been doing it all year, though. But Lamar just is not getting it done through the air at all. He hasn't been doing it all year. And if they're not, if they can't run the ball either during the game, like if they don't get like two hundred rush yards, I don't think they're gonna win many games because they're not getting that many passing yards out of uh, Lamar. Yeah, um, Tannehill actually had a surprisingly good game. Uh, threw for two fifty nine and two. I mean, Henry did have a buck thirty three in touchdown, but you think like what that last touchdown was like, a, or the play to win the game was like a forty yard touchdown run. So the Ravens didn't do a terrible job on him considering he had twenty eight carries, but. Yeah, the offense, like we've been saying it every episode in this podcast, the offense is going to be the thing that holds the Ravens back. And then obviously there's a lot of news going on with the Ravens, but we'll get into it like with the next week predictions too. So who knows if they even make the playoffs. That spread was uh, six and a half. So the Ravens still covered. I think I picked the Ravens this week. And yeah, Was it Titans by six? <laughs> I did. Yeah, Titans won by six. They, they could have won by seven, but. Since all you have to do is score a touchdown, they didn't have to kick the extra point. And oh they yeah. Um, next game we got uh, Washington football team versus uh, Bengals. Uh, prayers up to Joe Burrow. We we all love him, even though we have like you know fucking arguments about it. But yeah, that is like really sad to hear. And like they're saying, he probably won't even be back by Thanksgiving next year. I mean, it that was just. And then after that, that game just went to shit. Yeah, but uh, especially like they, the Bengals don't have an offensive line at all, and then the uh, Washington's D line is just ridiculous this year. Chase Young rocked so, him. Oh yeah, it was just like all game. He was just getting hit, and it's gonna happen because that that D line is so good. But Alex Smith, it's good to see him getting a, a win. You know, you love to see it every time he goes out there gets a win. He though. threw a buck sixty six in this game though. But they won. Yeah. W. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't he didn't play as good this game, but yeah, you know, but Gibson had a good game of rush rushing the ball, which that's what I think they're gonna do. It's just McLaurin out of receiving and then Gibson. But yeah, I feel bad for Burrow. That sucks because he's having a hell of a year and he's such a good player too. Yeah, prayer, prayers up to the homie, man. I mean, Joe Burrow was my take for rookie of the year. Maybe Herbert will win like a pity award now since Burrow's not in the Pity, uh, pity. Yeah. I'd take 
300 yards passing every game this I mean, year. Bur- I mean, yeah, you said how Smith had a like, good to see Smith win. I think Burrow still threw for more than Smith without playing the second half. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He did. He threw 203. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it just sucks. The Bengals that are just not prob- probably not going to win a game the rest of the year, which is good for them, though, because hopefully they can draft an offensive lineman. And, yeah, my streak actually in fantasy uh, continues to suffer as – I guess if you guys, the viewers don't know, I originally drafted Dak Prescott as my quarterback, just absolutely tearing it up. And then he just, like, loses his leg, basically. Pick up Joey B. He's, <laughs> he's having a great rookie year. and He snaps his leg in half. And now I got um, Tua and Derek. So prayers up to Tua and Derek. Hopefully they stay alive for the next couple of months. Hopefully. They- yeah. <laughs> Jack's curse. Well, anyway, I forgot to say this, but this was uh... – Hopefully it was just a cramp gym game of the day or week. So I'm pretty sure that was my farm <laughs> game too. But like, could... that's unfortunate. Yeah, we, we, we all went. Well, we'll get more into our picks. What happened? But we all lost a farm, and right now, if we if we actually bet the farm, we had, Luke would be out three, I would be out two, and Jack would be out two. It's just good thing we're not farmers. Oh, my wife would not be happy. I... Yeah, my. My wife was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think it's because we also like safe. We like like to assume shit, kind of like how we assume that uh, Victor would know how to pronounce Stafford. But well, I mean, if somebody but, works uh, three years at a company, you don't know. If they worked for at a company for three years, you'd probably assume that they know how to say the word Ford. <laughs> but like, how would we know? You know, we don't work. Yeah, there. I mean. But yeah, yeah how would we know? <laughs> The staying staff was the problem, but I guess I don't know. Uh, next game, hell of a game. Didn't even really need to watch it, but Pittsburgh Steelers D <laughs> holds holds uh, Jake Luton to three points in the first quarter, then none for the rest of the game. Uh, they held James Robinson to like a relatively like pretty like below average game for him. Like seventy three ain't that bad off seventeen, but like. He's been tearing up, like, every team. It almost seems like it doesn't matter who it was. And James Conner, you know, your guy, Jack, he ended up out rushing him this week. So, yeah. oh, and yes, Megatron, in the ball, Megatron went up, or Mapletron, another touchdown. DeAndre Johnson still going off. It's it's really – oh, Minka, two picks. Like, it's just a great overall win for the Steelers this week. There's not much to talk about this game. I mean, you beat the Jags. No, we killed the Jags. You killed the Jags. It is the Jags, but, uh, yeah, there's not much to talk about. Your wide receivers are tough to stop. I think if you guys can do that all year, kind of use them all, because you spread it out really well. Juju didn't have the greatest game, but but Juju doesn't have a good game. He still have Clay Poole and Deontay Johnson have really good games, and Ebron's doing really well at tight end. And the defense hey, whoa, is the defense, you mean Ebron? LeBron, yeah. So I think, yeah, Steelers gonna be tough if they keep playing like this. I know it was the Jags, but they they balled out still. Yeah, I know Joey. How you're saying, like, great team win for the Steelers. I think like it could have been a great team win for like a Loris, maybe if they played the Jaguars. <laughs> but you know, I'm pretty sure it was the Jaguars' Loris. first drive. Actually, they got they kicked that field goal on, and then they just didn't score the rest of the game. Yeah, it was three nothing. Which is, uh, I guess, quarter, consistency so. by the Jaguars, which is a positive to look at. <laughs> but um, no, this game was a slaughter. There's not much to talk about. 
the Steelers showed why they're number one defense. The Jaguars showed why they're one and nine. And that's about it. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, we don't need we don't need that. You can play that. Oh, you can I play that when I you go to the Super Bowl. If we had technology, we we're working on that. Alrighty. Um, you can play. You can play that when you beat the Chiefs. All right. Oh. All right. I can't wait. I you will not hear another song until like probably you, I I won't even listen to music. I'll just listen to that song over and over again. All right. They better hope they better hope they ain't losing because Chiefs ain't losing another game this year. So they're gonna have to go two arrows. All right. You're lucky the Bears had a bye week this week. Um, all right, so next game, we got Panthers-Lions. Um, P.J. Walker comes in. He did throw two picks in the end zone, but, I mean, XFL guy, I mean, getting, the, getting it done. And they, the Panthers hold Stafford to zero points. Like, AP only had 18 on the ground. Um, Stanford, 178, no touchdown, like, that was, that was just a terrible game. I can't believe the Panthers were able to do that to the Lions. I can't believe they were able to do that to Matthew Stanford. <laughs> I know. Because, wow. No, but P.J. Walker, that's great. He was cut by, like, 12 NFL teams or something like that. It was ridiculous. And then the XFL, it's the beauty of the XFL. It's such a great league. <laughs> Glad it's starting back up again sometime. Gets P.J. Walker back in the uh, league because um, – Bridgewater, what do you have, like COVID or something like that, I think. So he was out. But yeah, I'd look, good to see a guy like that play play well. Yeah, another pretty boring game kind of. But um, I think I saw something. This was the first time in Stafford's career that he ever got shut out. And Stafford's been playing for what, like, I want to say like 14-ish years. Like, he's been around for a while, and Stafford definitely doesn't get the credit that's due just because he's been stuck in Detroit his whole life. But, yeah, this is a great win for the Panthers. Um, Next game, we got the Eagles versus the Browns. Um, it's not showing me how many picks Carson Wentz threw, but I think he did throw four. <laughs> it says and, two, but I thought or, he threw yeah, way no, more than that. Yeah, it might have been just two, but still, he – it sounded. It seemed like it was a lot more. I feel, I feel like, like so four. bad because that year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. He was so elite, and then so was Nick Foles, and now they're literally the laughing stock of quarterbacks in the league. I think it took a toll on Carson Wentz a lot, seeing his backup quarterback win it because he's just all oh, ever since that he's just kind of been just not good. I don't know if it's in his head that he has to perform every game. Because like, he has to play really well, but I don't know. It kind of sucks for him because I like Carson Wentz a lot, but yeah. now he's just not that great. But the Browns running game, Nick Chubb, 114 yards again. Another hundred over 100 rushing yard game. Yeah, they just kind of controlled that. Yeah, I think uh, Carson Wentz actually is probably one of the few quarterbacks in the league that I'm happy that he's not on the Bears playing quarterback, which, I mean, <laughs> is, you know, rare to say for a Bears fan, knowing they're – history of quarterbacks, but I think I'd rather take Foles or Trubisky over Wentz this year, which is, you know, hot take right there, but I I don't I no, Wentz is dog shit. No, because you see Wentz you see Wentz like make plays, but like he tries yeah. to make way too many like plays and yeah. it's unnecessary and he shoots himself in the foot. This is a sixth game this year, sixth game that he's had either two or more picks. I don't, 
I don't want to just blame it on the weapons that he has, but the weapons are not great because his line isn't very good. And he does have Rieger. Like, Rieger's is, like, the number one right now because Fulgham's been horrible. And he lost Zach Ertz. He wasn't any – Zach Ertz wasn't very good with him this year. But I feel like, let's say he goes to the Bears, you give him some weapons around him, I think he could do something. Or at least be better. You got anything to say, Jack? No, my my <laughs> my take stands here that he's still bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not saying he's a good quarterback, but um, next game we got the Broncos. Drew Locke pulling it out the wind against the Dolphins. I don't think one of us even picked the Broncos in this game because the week before it was so bad. But Drew Locke throwing 270. The Dolphins pull two off, put Fitzpatrick in. And, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much just the sum of the game. And the weird part is Drew Locke didn't even put any points up on the board in the fourth quarter, and the Broncos still won. So, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, like, I thought this was for sure. I'm like, I'm finally going to get one back. Like, this is a lock pretty much that Dolphins are winning this game. But I guess that's what happens when you bet against Drew Locke. He's going he's gonna to make it hurt, and he did. But oh god, I just love I like Jack. I know Jack's a big Dolphins guy, and seeing them lose like this and getting two two will be back. We know that he'll play next. He'll start next week. But yeah, they didn't look very good at all. Defensively, they played well though. Only gave twenty points, but Dolphins offense is horrible. Yeah, it's just one of those games. I mean, the Dolphins offense is really young. They just had one of those games where they couldn't get anything going. Happens to be against the shitty ass Broncos for some reason, but. You know, Drew Locke's best when you don't see him coming, yeah. I guess. So, just out of nowhere, Locke for fucking the RKO on the Dolphins. And just, <laughs> and just basically showed while just, he's probably like a top five quarterback yeah. in the league. But, you know, I think that kind of solidifies Locke's status in the top quarterback in the NFL. Oh, no, I yeah. think what we I think what I think what we learned about this game is you don't bet against him. You don't yeah. put a farm against. You, you probably took offense to that. I, I learned. I learned. I learned. Yeah, he probably heard. He probably listened to this podcast. Oh, he, he heard definitely me say does because we're a Drew Locke and, podcast. <laughs> and he heard me say Dolphins are winning this game because they're so good. And Drew Locke took offense, and he's like, you know what? No, this ain't happening. I'm balling out, and you, and maybe this week I'll bet him, bet my farm on him winning. Who knows? <laughs> um next game we got chargers at the j-e-t-s jets 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 and the chargers about lost to him too i mean i hate joe flacco with every bone in my body but he played great but then herbert played even better with 366 wow. and three touchdowns just went off i guess I mean, yeah i was against the jets but i mean good game good game herbert 366, three touchdowns, 37 of 49. Yeah, what Burrow had this week? Pretty sure Joe Burrow had like a torn knee this week, actually. Yeah, he really exploded his knee. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But Keenan Allen again, though, 16 catches, 145 yards, and a touchdown. (laughs) 19 targets. He's balled out, but yeah, that's probably what helped Herbert. They they didn't rush the ball; he had twenty nine rushing yards. But <laughs> yeah, Keen Allen's a target machine now. Um, you know, props to you if you oh, yeah. stuck with him and have him in fantasy right now, which I happen to not. 
and that's probably why I have a losing record. But um, yeah, uh, Flacco's actually the past two games he's played with the Jets hasn't looked terrible. Like against the Patriots, um, barely lost to the Patriots. Came back, made the game against the Chargers. But I mean, the Jets, like I said last week, the Jets from finally remember that they're the Jets, and then they're like, oh wait, let's lose, and then that's what they did. So pretty straightforward game. I don't yeah, really care about either that's... of these teams. <laughs> Except for Herbert. We care about Herbert. Jack doesn't, but. <laughs> All right, next game. we This game gave me, like, hard problems because I, I bet the farm on this. And Vikings-Cowboys, you'd be like, oh, yeah, the Vikings for sure could cover. Or, no, I didn't bet the farm on this. It was the next game. But Vikings, minus seven spread on the Cowboys. They still end up losing somehow. I mean, Andy Dalton, 203, three touchdowns, like, great day for me and Ginger. I mean, I know, I know what happened this week, and we'll get to that, but. Oh, uh, yeah, but Kirk, I thought the Vikings played well, though. Kirk threw 314, three touchdowns. Delvin Cook got his yards, got his touchdown. I thought they played really well. Like if you look at the stats, you would they should have won the game. You would think they won this game. But just some things happened. But I you know, as a Bears fan, especially the uh friend group we have, the Vikings fans, it was great to see them lose to the Cowboys. But if I was a Cowboys fan, I I don't know if this is a good win because now you're now you three and seven, unless you're trying to make the playoffs. But <laughs> yeah, I mean they could I think I think I I think you don't want to win almost. Get some more guys so you can – when Dak gets back, he can have even more help. But, I mean, they won, so. Yeah, Good I agree with you, Luke. Um, yeah, everyone in the Vikings played well, just except for the 11 guys on the other side of the ball. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, it's always a good day. It's always a good day in Dyersville when the Vikings lose, especially to a, a <laughs> terrible Cowboys team. So, I mean, Vikings losing to the Cowboys probably was the highlight of my Sunday considering the Bears weren't there to blow out some team. So, you know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You know, yeah. lying's a sin. Uh, no, I don't I don't lie. All right. But, uh, yeah, Luke, I don't know if you remember this, but, yeah, Adam Thielen, the huge game. Every time he'd make a big play, I'd go, I got to feel it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We remember that. We All right. That, my my farm <laughs> game, here it is. We got the Pack versus the Colts, and I bet on the Packers is covered minus two. But Rodrigo rolled out of bed, kicked the field goal, and won the bitch. Like, that's good for him. We're I think we're a Rodrigo um, podcast. We all – We've been a Rodrigo and, podcast since his George, since his Georgia days. Do it, do it against Packers. Like I hate the Packers too, but I figured like if I had a farm, I'd bet on this game. And sure, shit, I was wrong. So, Jack, though, what you know about your boy Phil Rivers over here? Seventy-three. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rodrigo, I love that. And did you see his um, little interview he had after the Colts? They asked oh. him what what he was doing when the Colts got him. He goes, "I was just building some Lego yeah. sets." Uh, you love to see that out of a guy. <laughs> Rodrigo's banging one for the win, especially against the Packers primetime game. He's coming for Vinatieri. I'm telling you. Well, Jack, uh, they I... lo- 
they lose the goat, they're going to get the next Jack, one. I got to say this quick, but after that field goal, I look on Instagram stories and I see your brother puts on there, respect the specs. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Rodrigo is starting to movement now. You can't deny that. It's like equivalent probably to like when Air Jordan became a brand. What I would uh, compare Rodrigo to? <laughs> no, but yeah, Packers. It's Packers close. should have won that game. I think they were easily the better team. They were up big. They're up twenty to fourteen at halftime. They blew that lead. Uh, Valdez Scantling fumbles the ball like second play of overtime, and like the Colts basically just have to like run a couple times and they kick it. So, you know, Philip Rivers gets lucky. I guess I'm still not a big Philip Rivers guy. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> I, it don't have to be. I just, I just like like it when he wins. Nice, <laughs> um, Sunday night game. It was kind of electric. Like Carrie absolutely killed it this week. I mean, she always does, but like just the setting we were in, it was absolutely nuts. But um, the Chiefs come back in the fourth, beat the Raiders. Like it looked like the Raiders were had their number again. But you know, like if you give the ball to the Chiefs with a minute left, like just you might as well just shoot yourself because it's just like, you're not – I mean, Facebook Live yourself. But, like, yeah, that's, that's that's what happened. No, dude, Mahomes, 75 seconds. Like, yeah, Raiders fans, yeah, he thought you had a chance of winning that game once you gave him the ball back. Like, come on, he drove right down the field. Tyree Kill and Kelsey once again, another week. They're open every time they run a route, I think. It's unreal. They, they had Kelsey for 127 yards and touchdown. Hill, 102 yards and touchdown. Those two combined with uh, Mahomes are going to be a force, and they're going to beat the Steelers. So Yeah, so. I don't know, like, what's up with the Raiders because every time they play the Chiefs, like, it's their Super Bowl, and they always, like, ball out. You know, I'd like to give a shout-out to my boy Aguilar, 88 yards and touchdown. We are an, we are an Elson Aguilar podcast. <laughs> but – um. Yeah, I remember that too, Luke. Actually, there was a minute fifteen left, and I look over to my friend. I'm like, "Yeah, you just gave, um, Patty Mahomes one minute and fifteen like seconds of like too much seconds. So, like, if you give Patty Mahomes Patty Mahomes the ball with <laughs> over like fifteen seconds, and you want him to drive ninety yards, just you know, just walk off the field. But the Chiefs also yep. in this game showed why they're the best team in the AFC. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Um, back to that Nelson Aguilar thing. Um, when I was getting plasma today, I was looking who was on the waiver wire fantasy and Aguilar is on there. I'm like, oh, I better check out his stats. He's had a touchdown in every other game this season, and the one time he didn't do it, the very next week he scored two in the same game. Like Aguilar's balling out this year. I'm a big he's Aguilar guy. Down. Yeah, he's he's having a good year. <laughs> um next game was Bucks Rams. Great, great day for me just to see them on Monday night just lose to the Rams. I mean they only lost by three. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I like I like the Rams a lot. Like they're so slept on and I saw in the power rankings they're ranked fourth now in the whole league, so good for them. Yeah, Brady. I got a couple of stats for Brady's deep ball here. He's he was zero for six with two interceptions on balls thrown over twenty yards that game. Oh, and those and picks. My, all, my bad for yeah. but those picks were picks where it's so, like where were what were like. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, exactly. 
in the last four games, he's on the same thing over 20 yards. He's one for 20 with three interceptions. He just – he's just – I think him and Bruce Arians just don't go well together because Bruce is just a guy that just likes to air it out, run, and Brady has never been like that. But I think they're they're – they got enough guys, though, they're going to win a lot of games. But the Rams' defense is insane. And I don't know what got into that offense. Jared Goff, though, and those two wide receivers, Cup and Woods, just had themselves a yeah, night. Yeah, uh, I guess con- – or not contracting, but going along with what you said like, about the deep ball, that's what happens when you're a systematic quarterback like Tom Brady has been his whole life. You know, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick yeah, by that word till the day I die. But it – it's always a good night when you see Tom Brady get embarrassed on live television on primetime and just like look like a bad quarterback. Cause I know a few Patriots friends and I just don't understand how you can be a fan of the Patriots and Tom Brady. But yeah, uh, Goff had himself a ball game. As you said, Luke Cup and Woods had a big game and the Rams are the real deal. That um, division they're in is absolutely loaded with the Cardinals, Seattle, and, um, the uh the Rams, so it wouldn't surprise me. I guess because I think it's three teams this year make the wild card, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yep, it wouldn't yep. surprise me if the Rams, Cardinals, and um, Seahawks all make the playoffs from that division. Um, uh, I love talking about the Buccaneers because like they have a lot of bitch ass players on their team, and Antonio Brown like wasn't like a bitch, but. Tom Brady at the end of the game, this is the second time he's done it this year. He, as soon as the game's over, he doesn't shake Goff's hand. He just walks right out the field. Like, grow up. Like, I mean, he did it to Nick Foles too this year. It's like, you guys, like, you, I mean, you just got to accept that you're not a good quarterback anymore. Like, I, I don't know. That's true, Joe. Like, you just got to accept, like, that Nick Foles is his dad, you know? Like, Nick exactly. Foles owns Tom yes. Brady and everything that Tom Brady owns. Like, it's kind of weird, thinking about it, that Nick Foles' kids have such, like, I mean, not um, Tom Brady's kids have, like, such a young grandpa. But, you know, that's what happens when Nick Foles just absolutely <laughs> owns you. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, that wraps up week 11. Um, week 12, we – this – fucking app that we're on you guys are listening like sorry but they like one work on thursday then friday's shit show but we're here now um on thanksgiving the shit what games do we start with how about them Cowboys uh, I, I say we start full stanford action <laughs> all right we'll start with stanford all right texans another huge game out of deshaun watson four touchdowns 318 um he definitely deserved that turkey leg after the game. Luke, anyone? Nope. Well, you know. Go for it. Um, yeah, the Texans offense is just hitting their stride right now, as I said, like, about their game last week. Fuller had a big day. Cooks had another solid day. I think I was without Stills and Cobb, too. And obviously, they're not really running the ball. But Watson's just kind of putting the team on his back right now and slinging across the yard. Welcome back, Luke. Something just happened, but uh, Luke, you got to take on the Texas Lions. 
Yeah, just uh, just the Deshaun Watson thing I said earlier with the 1,700 yards and 16 touchdowns on receptions through four, the last four games. Since they got rid of their coach, he's just been on a tear, just completely ball. And then Will Fuller again with two touchdowns, 171 yards. Like that deep ball, Deshaun Watson throwing the deep ball is dangerous when you got, when you got Will Fuller and Cooks running. They're 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 a tough team, like yeah, four and seven, but they're they're starting to win some games. They're gonna get some draft picks and stuff here, and they're gonna be a scary team in a couple of years. Um, Matt Patricia, the Lions coach, I Stephen A was saying this today. He said that if Patricia scored, I mean, won the next twenty four games in a row, he would still have more losses than Jim Codwell did, their old coach. I understand the Lions had like a way better team. With like Megatron and the Domkin Sue and people like that, but like still, like I just think Matt Patricia is such a bad coach. It's insane. Like they, I like I feel bad for the Lions and Stafford and like everybody right now. I feel bad for Stafford. I've felt bad for him forever because he just never's had a great team, and he's a good quarterback. Um, last thing I have to say about this game, Deshaun Watson, like him doing this while running for his life like 50 percent of the plays he's in like it's just it's like so impressive like actually like he i think he's like actually underrated for i mean i mean you look at the record and shit and you're like oh maybe you know he's just having an off year but like i think he's actually playing like well for what his situation is yeah i think watson's having actually the best year of his career so far just looking at stats wise and like how he's developed into actual like threat pocket passer and he can obviously make plays like with his feet and like he's been doing his whole career too but i think i think this is watson's best year of his career honestly offensive wise well and he he's doing it without d hop and like will fuller like i feel like a lot of teams are really like kicking themselves right now for not like picking him up i bet the texans like really didn't want to give him up but like i feel like he's like legit like yeah 171 two touchdowns like on thanksgiving like that's kind of badass. I just think they had Hop still, too. Like, that'd be yeah. it. They'd be, they'd be a better record than 4-7. and seven. Um, Next game, we got, we got the Cowboys. And, I mean, it. Alex Smith, he only threw for 149 and a touchdown. I mean, Gibson went absolutely off, though. 115, three touchdowns. Tied Randy Moss's Thanksgiving record. Um, the Scary Terry looks amazing. And the Cowboys are just like they're the Cowboys again. Like they'll they'll do shit where they stick with the Steelers. They'll beat the Vikings, but then they'll just get absolutely shit on at home by a team that doesn't even have a name on Thanksgiving. Like you're supposed to be America's team, and that that's that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that Antonio Gibson basically. Kind of carried them in this game and their defense. Their defense played really well in this game against the Cowboys because I mean Dalton threw for more yards than Alex Smith, but I mean he just handed the ball to Gibbs and he had three touchdowns, 115 yards. So he had a hell of a game. And Zeke didn't do anything. I know Jack was kind of upset about that, but yeah, another win for and this puts Washington right up there at the top of that division. Up there, I guess. <laughs> Not hard to do, but. Yeah, it's probably the worst week to trade for Ezekiel Elliott, you know, because I did make the trade for Zeke and another player. But, yeah, Zeke has, like, the worst game of his career, which is 
very disappointing. But I mean, you gotta give credit. Washington's defense is actually a solid defense. They're definitely a top half defense in the NFL. They don't get the credit they deserve just because they play for Washington. But yeah, I feel like you know it was. You look at it, it was a twenty-five point blowout, but it was twenty to sixteen going into the fourth quarter, and then like. Zeke fumbled. Um, trying to think some other players. They they didn't get the fourth down like twice. They tried a fake punt and like the Cowboys just kind of shot themselves in the foot. But that kind of fourth quarter sums up the Cowboys season so far in a recap. So I mean, there's not much too much else to talk about here. Well, just... yeah, and that fourth down on their own, like they're like thirty or something. Yeah, it was their own thirty. And they, mm-hmm. they instead yeah, of throwing it instead of I mean instead of running it to your ninety million dollar running back. You throw it against the number one pass defense in the league, and like, what do you expect? Like, it's just yeah. And then, like you said, that fake punt, and then I think uh, Andy Dalton like had a pick six or something like that. It's yeah, it went late in the game. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's go. Shit, we, I guess we can just go Steelers-Ravens because that game was supposed to happen. This game's actually going to happen on Tuesday now. Uh, the Steelers are favored by four. Um, I'd imagine by Tuesday the Ravens will have, like, their running game back and then, like, probably Lamar too. I don't know how long they have to sit out for that. But um, if if Lamar is out, Trace McSorley might come in and then we're fucked. But, I mean, if they put RG3 in, I think Steelers can probably ha- handedly beat them at home. And, yeah. It, Are they going to change that spread at all, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, I would imagine, but, like, we just don't know, like, what's going to happen. Yeah, but I'm still going to take Steelers in this because, yeah, I don't think the Ravens are going to have enough firepower. Yeah, I'm also up. I'm also going to take the Steelers here. I think the only way the Ravens can win this game, like it doesn't matter if they have Lamar or not, the only way they'll win this game if they put Trace McSorley at quarterback. As you guys, if you guys don't know, we are a Trace McSorley podcast as well. Huge McSorley. Big time, big time McSorley guy. But yeah, I'll take the Steelers to win. I In the mean, I yeah. doubt that uh, Lamar plays, honestly. So I think the Steelers will win. I think what the Ravens should do is also um get Juwan, you know, back shoulder. To Juwan, <laughs> yeah. and I will see our guy's name, but maybe they should acquire them off like whatever they're doing right now. Yeah, where are they doing getting Des Bryant when they could yeah. be building around Trace McSorley? Yeah, get um, get his old buddies back. I think they'd be a very, very good team. The Steelers would definitely lose this game. Um, yeah, and I agree with you where I don't think it matters with uh, if Jackson's in or not because they're going up against the best run defense in the league one. And then, two, like, their pass defense is proven, like, every week. Like, they're legit, too, pretty much. And I think if they make Lamar throw outside the numbers, like, they're it's not going to go down well. And the Steelers' offense past couple weeks has just been clicking, like, really good. So, yeah, I think I think they'll get that. You know what? Fuck it. The Steelers are going to be the greatest team on Tuesday ever. Like, they'll have – They'll go down as being the best team to ever perform on Tuesday. I'm Ben the Farm on the Steelers. Wow. Bold take, Kevin. <laughs> he doesn't bet on his team either. I never, I'd never bet on the Steelers, but oh I, I'm doing it. I haven't even looked at other spreads yet, so I might, <laughs> might regret it, but uh, I'm going to stick to my word. All right. Kind of. All right, never mind. 
All right, let's start with – I mean, keep going. Raiders-Falcons plus three to the Falcons. Uh, I think it got to go Raiders here. I mean, they almost beat the Chiefs last week. They're, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm going to go Raiders because they uh, they just – the run game is real good. And Falcons is one of the defense. They're just going to control the game. And they'll win by more than three. Yeah, we're going to go with the hat trick here. With the raid, I'm gonna go join you guys here. Go the Raiders. Uh, their run game is starting to pick it up. Josh Jacobs is having a solid year for himself. Um, I think Carr will have a good game too, just considering he's facing against the Falcons secondary. So I don't think there should be too, too much trouble on the offensive side of the ball in this game. But yeah, I'm gonna take the Raiders here too as well. Um, next game we have Panthers Vikings. Vikings minus three. I think. I mean. Do we know? Yeah, Teddy should be back, right? Yeah, McCaffrey's McCaffrey's still out, though. Yeah, and, I mean, Mike Davis did have a good week last week, but I don't know. I think I got to go Vikings here, even though they lost to the Cowboys. But... Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings. They lost to the Cowboys, but that their offense looked really good. Yeah. And their defense will be good enough to beat this Panthers team without McCaffrey. You know what? I think I'm going to go with the Panthers here. Um, I just don't like rooting for the Vikings. But, you know, I can also, like, back it up because the Vikings just aren't good at football. And Teddy Teddy B coming back, uh, that defense looked really good, actually, last week for the Panthers as they shut out the Lions. But He's going to want to beat his Vikings. I'm going to take, take the Panthers in this game to cover. Um, next game, I feel like this has a potential, like, to be a good game, but, like, it probably won't. I mean, we don't know, but Cardinals-Patriots plus one to the Patriots. I Like, I'm going to feel, like, super confident in this. If I would have looked at this spread, I probably would have bet the farm on the Cardinals. But, like, the Patriots, so you just have these random weeks where they shock the shit out of you, and you're like, oh, well, maybe they're actually, like, legit now. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go Cardinals either way, though. Yeah, I'm going Cardinals. So I don't think there's much to really say about this game. It's only one. That's kind of strange considering what the Cardinals have been doing this year. Considering what the Patriots have been doing this year. And Kyler's going to have a big game. Yeah, I was surprised I actually looked in bet the farm on this. So it looks like I'm going to take advantage here and jump on it. I got a different part. I'm going to bet the farm on the Cardinals to win by one or more. So basically to win the game. And I think the Cardinals are a lot better at football than the team they're playing. So, I'm going to take the Cardinals to win this game and cover the spread. I mean, yeah, pretty good. That's what it is. <laughs> um, now we got Browns, Jags. Browns are favored to win by seven, and I don't think I can bet on the Jags at all. Like, I feel like the Browns have to win by seven. I mean, you would imagine. Like, I, <laughs> I think with their run game being back in action and – I think Odell off the team, well, probably because I hate him so much, like House, because they don't have uh, Crybaby in the locker room. But, yeah, <laughs> I'll take Browns. I'm going to go Browns, too. Baker play, Baker, Baker's playing well without Odell because he's best when he can spread it around, and the Jags don't have a defense. So, and that, yeah, I got Browns big in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go Browns as well in this game. Um, obviously, their defense isn't like the Steelers' defense, but it's actually a pretty solid defense this year. Talking about the Browns, and I think Chubb will just have a massive game on the ground, and Baker will just manage the game like he usually does, and yeah, I'm going to take Browns. 
Can I just point out the fact that you guys brought up this, or you brought up the Steelers defense before the Bears defense? Well, I mean, thank you. Thank well, you. Well, because the Steelers just right. played the Jaguars. So. All right. Well, all right. You just wait till the Sunday night game. Okay. We'll get yeah. to that. All right. We got the G men, the Giants, uh, favored by six against the Bengals. I mean, I like what Danny Dimes has been doing lately. Did they just come up by? They did. Yeah, they yes. Did. yes. Yes. I mean, and they're going up a Joe Burrowless Bengals, and they don't have Joe Mixon. I think Giovanni Bernard got hurt also. Um, I mean, the Bengals really don't have a shot in this game, I feel like, but of course it's a giant, so who knows? But yeah, I'm going to take uh, shit. That, that's a pretty heavy spread, but I'll still take Giants plus six. I'm taking Giants. I think Danny Dimes is a good quarterback. I think Giants are a good team. They got a good defense. And no Barrow. I think Giants are going to play really – they're going to kill these guys. Yeah, I'm agree with you guys here again and go Giants. Uh, they actually have a solid defense, like a, a better defense than people actually realize. And just the Bengals with literally no weapons. I guess their receiving core is still there, but like who's going to throw them the ball is the big question. So I'm going to take um, Giants to cover in this game by six. I got a little question, though. If if Burrow plays, but they don't have the running backs, do you think the Bengals end up winning this game? Yeah, I do. Yeah, in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, home doesn't really mean much, but, yeah, I think they do. At least cover. I don't know about winning the game. No, I, I mean, the spread would obviously be different. With yeah, that's fair. Joey B in, but. Yeah, I think I, th- yeah, I, I think, think it'd be close, but I think the Bengals would win. Yeah, I was just kind of torn on that, so I figured I'd ask. Um, next game, this will – I think this will actually be a really good game because these two teams have been pretty – like, they've – I think they've won ever since they played each other a couple weeks ago. Um, Titans-Colts – Colts and Titans coming off huge games. The spread's – the spread's favoring the Colts by three, and I think I'm going to take the Colts. I mean, they just played one of the best teams in the NFC. I mean, we'd have them right in conversation with the Saints if they didn't just lose that game against Colts, I feel like. But, um, yeah, I think they got to go Colts here. Yeah, I'm going to go Colts. They're hot right now. Their defense is really good. They didn't play great last year, but they also played against Rodgers. So, I mean, they're, now they play Tannehill. But, yeah, I think the Colts are hot, and they're going to keep riding that hot hand. They're going to win this game and cover. Yeah, I'm a little torn over this one, actually. Just, I mean, the Colts did manhandle the Titans when they played Thursday night a couple weeks ago. And both teams are hot coming into this game. But I think just the Colts match up with the Titans better than the Titans match up with the Colts. So I'm going to go Colts in this game to win by three or more. Um, Just, like, a quick thing about this game. Like, I didn't really, like – the last time they played just a few weeks ago, what happened in that game was the Colts get a punt blocked. They take it to the end zone for a touchdown. Then the Colt, I mean, the Titans punter, like not too long after that, completely shanks one, puts them like right at the 50. Like the, the thing, the Colts and the Titans were pretty much like in that game, like together. Like it would have been a great game if like the special teams didn't just out of nowhere just yeah. absolutely forward. But yeah, um, Next game, Chargers Bills. Uh, yeah, I gotta go Bills minus four here. Like I, I think the Bills are getting their shit together, and they'll, they'll. Uh, yeah, I think they're 
like I think they gotta win games too to be able to edge out the Dolphins because aren't the Dolphins six and four? Yeah, they're a game behind. Yeah, so I think they'll just keep on going and getting better every week. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I know Jackson says, "Well, Herbert can't win games," but yeah, Bills are gonna win this one. Yeah, um, well, Josh Allen's actually really good against defenses that aren't good at football. So, I think Josh Allen will have a great game. And, yeah, the Bills will win by more than four. Um, Next game, Dolphins-Jets. I don't even need to say the spread. I'm taking the Dolphins. Um, the spread is six and a half, though. Uh, there's, I just don't think that there's a Ice Cube's chance in hell that the Dolphins lose its game. I mean – yeah, especially a divisional game like this. The Dolphins coming off a bad week. I think they're going to be fired up and know they got to come out and perform this week, especially knowing they're behind the Bills now even more than what they were. So they got to win, keep up with them. I think, yeah, they're going to come out hot or fired up this game and blow these guys out. Yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Um, the Jets are bad at football, so that that's my take. <laughs> that's really about it. <laughs> That, that's fair. All right, we have the quarterback showdown of the week. Saints Broncos, Mr. Taysom Hill versus Drew Locke. The Saints are favored by six here, and I think this uh, shit, I mean, oh, no, I got to take Saints. I, I don't think there's a way his Broncos come, like, I mean, lose. I mean, even come close, like, seven points, like, lose by that, so. Yeah, I think the Saints just have too good of a defense and too good of a coach. And Taysom Hills is going to be a lot more comfortable, even more than last week, and they're going to blow these guys out too. I can't. I honestly can't see this one being close. But Lock, Drew Lock will he'll he'll impress you guys in the fourth quarter, like you know he always does. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Saints this as well. Their defense is just like I'd say probably top three in the NFC. That's for sure. And Drew Locke's going to have a long day against him. And, yeah, obviously, like Luke said, Hill's starting to get a rhythm down. And I don't think this will be very close as well. Probably, like, 10, 14 points, Saints. Um, Next game, Niners-Rams. Uh, I don't think that Niners are going to, like, really? really win any more football games, especially against this hot Rams team. Minus six and a half, I'm going L.A., yeah, I'm with you. I think it's going to be a week of a lot of hat tricks, it seems like. I think Rams are going to blow these guys out, too, with that defense. And that offense was clicking last week. Yeah, I think literally one game all of this week, like, we had people on both sides of the spread. But I'm going to go Rams as well. Um, they're on a roll, like Cottonell right now, as my boy Drake would like to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the 49ers just have no one to, like, stretch the field or even make plays on offense, really. I guess – I think Mostert might be back this week, but still, yeah. I'm going to take the Rams. Ayuk might be back, too. No, Ayuk is playing good, yeah, too. Ayuk, might, I think Ayuk he's back. Stud. I think he's back this week. Um, Next game, Chiefs-Bucks. I – shit, I wish I would have bet the game farm on this because I actually do like the Chiefs a lot, and I fucking hate the Buccaneers. And the spread's only plus three. Like, the Chiefs just need to beat them by three. I think the spread could be 10, and I'm still going Chiefs here. Yeah, I don't think the Bucks can keep up with the Chiefs on offense at all because in order to keep up with the Chiefs, you have to 
you have to score quick, I want to say, or like get like score. That's the that's the problem. And Brady just doesn't have the have it in him to score a lot of points. I don't think. And the the Chiefs have a solid, good enough defense to keep up with that offense. I think yeah, Chiefs are gonna play really well against these guys. And uh, yeah. I'm a little torn on this one, actually, just because the Buccaneers have a habit of after a bad game, they come out and just, like, go crazy, you know? But they also have the Chiefs after a bad game. That is very true. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go Kansas City. I mean, it's just hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Um. Oh, my God. I can't wait for Sunday night. Dub Bears versus the Pack. Minus nine and a half favoring the Packers. And I hate to say it, but I just don't think this Bears team can score football like at all. And I doubt the Packers let them they're even kick to Cordell. So like I gotta go Pack. I mean, I know it's ten points, but on Sunday night, Aaron Rodgers will have ice in his veins. He'll probably get a huge shout out from Stephen A this week. Um yeah, I'm going Packers. Wow, Joe. Um, Bears are covering here. Trubisky starting this week. <laughs> this could be here? the biggest thing that ever happened to Trubisky is being getting benching him. He's ready to go. They're gonna. They're, they. I don't know if they're gonna win this game necessarily, but to win by ten, you gotta. I think you gotta score quite a bit of points because that. And our defense doesn't give up many points. I think Bears are covering this game, but I think Packers probably come out with a win. But it's gonna be closer than what you think. Big rivalry game Sunday night. It's on. Let's go Bears. Yeah, I hate to bet against my Bears like this. But, you know, I would not be surprised <laughs> if the Packers win 10-0 to zero <laughs> over the spread, which honestly, no knowing the Bears' offense is very realistic. But I think the Bears will put up 10 points or less in this game. Rodgers will put up, like, 20, and bam, just like that, covered. I mean, like, the Bears' defense is good, but they're good to an extent. You know, like, they can hold teams, to, like, good quarterbacks to 20, which would win most teams' football games, just not when you have an offense like that. So, I'm uh, – fuck. All right, yeah, Packers. Trubisky shocking the nation this week, I'm telling you. Um, he's gonna, yeah, he's no, gonna I'm talking about that. I actually do like the move of starting Oh, I Trubisky love the over. move. Because at the end of the day, Trubisky is still a super young quarterback. You might as well just get as much experience you can get out of him. Because like, I think I think uh, Nick Foles like done. But um, what I don't like is like, you know, the Dolphins very well coached team. They bench Tua, but then the game they throw him back into is against the Jets. So it's like, all right, he can have a heyday, get his confidence back. But then you guys have Trubisky. And you're like, uh, let's just throw him to this like third best team in the NFC, like see how he does. Like, well, one Sunday night, but like, so you, we're not just gonna sit him out and start whoever our third string was. I forget his name. Like, that well, ain't no, gonna happen. I'm, saying, like, I'm just saying, like, they could have made that Foles move like uh, a while like, ago. Yeah. Well, I guess they are coming off a bye, so like you had more time to prepare for the Packers. But yeah, I understand. Anyway, uh, Monday night, we have the Battle of the Birds, Seahawks versus Eagles. Uh, Seahawks are favored by five and a half, and they have to cover. I mean, I I think we'd probably go hat trick here, wouldn't we? Yeah, that's my farm game, too. 
So, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe since you guys heard me say this before, I mean, maybe you guys can go Eagles, but trust me on this one, guys. I got this one. It's going to be Seahawks. They're covering easy. Not going to be close, especially with Dunlap now. Yeah, I don't think this game will be close and don't think there's really any reason to explain my point here. I'm just going to take <laughs> Well, yeah, and uh, Seahawks coming out after, like, a pretty good defensive game. Like, yeah. Please. Child, please. That's... <laughs> Farm game this week. Let's go, Seahawks. Russell Wilson, let's go. Don't fail me. All righty. So, now we're into my favorite segment of the show. We're going to the draft. Um, I think – do I got first pick this Yes, game? you do. Yeah, I do. So, what is the draft? Um, oh, yeah. Good. Good, uh, good, uh, insight there. Um, this draft, this draft, I think it's probably has the potential to be the best one yet. Best nicknames of all time. I think we'll have some really good rosters here. Um, and with the first pick of the 2020 best nicknames in sports history pick, uh, or draft, uh, Joey Rager is going to select the Black Mamba, Kobe Bean Bryant. Oh, you're let him fall in my lap, Joe. No, well, let me explain <laughs> this too. That's just like the black mamba, the most venomous snake in the world. Like that's just that's just so bad. And then the amount of nicknames that have been given, like you know, mob, you know, red mamba, me, white mamba, Scalabrini, <laughs> um, bald mamba, Alex Caruso. Like now you're yeah, just making shit up. Well, no, and it's not a pity pick either, so. <laughs> All right. Big Sexy, Bartolo Cologne. Oh, jeez. I think everybody around the whole entire world likes Bartolo Cologne. He is, he's, he's the second coming of Jesus, I think we could agree on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Bart, that was also all I got to say. Big Sexy. Hmm. Jack on the turn. Oh, I am on the turn. All right. Well, with my first pick, I'm going to go with the great Bambino. Um, Babe Ruth. The salt and the slot. <laughs> the colossal clown. As, as said by Timmy and Tommy, if you've seen The Sandlot. <laughs> I hope you've seen The Sandlot. No. That's just like a staple in baseball names. And then with my second pick, I'm going to go with two classics here, actually. I'm going to go with Air Jordan. Like, what's more iconic yeah. than Air Jordan? There's literally a shoe brand, like Air Jordan Retros, you know? So, I'm going to go mm-hmm. with Air Jordan and Great Bambino. Good pick. Prime time, Deion Sanders. Fuck! I mean, that's what I was going to was during that. Prime time? Like, he just performs. I just love that. Prime time is such a great nickname for a guy. If you had, if you, that would probably be my top. That would have been my top. But you know Bartolo Colon, you can't pass up on that guy. Um, I'm gonna go to Lakers here, and this is like one of the most iconic. Like you don't, I guarantee you, you guys or you might know his first name, but Magic Johnson. Like yeah, he's the most iconic. Like think nickname. Well, I mean other than like Air Jordan, and like I, I mean like it's literally just became his name. So. Yeah, Magic Johnson, and then, um, uh, 
I got a lot of sleevers. Oh, here. I have a ton. I, just because it's like so badass, I'm gonna go the Sandman, Mister Mariano Rivera. I mean, like when they play Enter Sandman, he comes in. You know that cutter's coming. You know you're getting out. <laughs> I guess Sandman's my third pick. All right, my third pick. I'm going with the Juice. OJ Simpson. Yeah, so OJ. Yeah, this is the first name of OJ. The Jews. <laughs> well, they in court they called him Ornthal James Simpson. So. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. but I think they called him the Jews in court. Actually, I think you got They probably, they probably did. The glove did not fit. That's that's facts. Exactly. If exactly. the glove doesn't the fit, juice. you must. I know win. Daddy Dave out there will be a big fan of that pick. All right. Um. So I have to turn here. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna stay on the Lakers theme as Joey's been hitting here. I'm gonna go with Swaggy P. Um. Most <laughs> people don't even know his <laughs> real name. You know, it's just he's Nick. He's a baller. He doesn't love little Swaggy P. <laughs> and then I got one more here. Yeah. Uh, I'm tossed. I'm kind of hung up on like two of them right now. Um, I was talking about about four of them for my set th- my third pick. Yeah, let's go. All right, I'm gonna go beast mode. Marshawn Lynch here with my fourth and final pick. Um, everyone knows Marshawn as that like the beast quake. You know that huge run against the Saints. He did again, I think, against the Cardinals later in his career. Thanks. Yeah, I think that was the OG. Was against. The Saints. Oh, yeah. Yes. Threw Tracy Porter into another dimension. He's quite. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Mode, yeah. Like, how can you not love Marshawn Lynch? Uh, like, he's already got his own brand name now called Beast Mode. So I'm going to go Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, well, as you guys know, I'm a guy that kind of ruins my picks on the last pick or my draft. I'm a dark horse kind of guy. And this one, Coin will back, my brother Coin will back me up on this one. AK forty seven, yeah, yeah, Andre Krulenko. <laughs> He's always worn the number forty seven in the NBA. And you look up AK forty seven, like obviously it's going to be a gun that shows up. Just type in NBA after it, and everything. <laughs> there's articles about, and the articles just say AK forty seven, and then in, like parentheses, Andre Krulenko. Um, my last pick. I mean, you guys all took, like, funny ones with your last pick for your – I mean, with Jack and Spike P yeah. on the turn. So, um, I'm going to take Matty Ice. <laughs> He's on my list. Matt, He's on my list. Matt, Matt Ryan, Matty Ice. And they asked him in an interview, they're like, oh, is it because you have, like, ice in your veins or whatever? No. He's like, no, it's Matty Ice. Like, it's like <laughs> – it's just – I got named after the year, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that um, was his nickname in college. Like, instead of Matty Ice, it was Natty Ice in college. Um, all right, so I had the Black Mamba, Magic Johnson, Matty Ice, and uh, the Sandman. Okay, I had Big Sexy, Primetime, The Juice, and AK-47. Okay, I had um, Air Jordan. Great Bambino, Swaggy P, and Beast Mode. That's tough. Um, uh, Luke, let me get a rundown of yours again. 
Big Sexy, Primetime, The Juice, and AK-47. Um, I think I'm going to go with Jack here just because he has, like, the two most iconic, like, I mean, Air Jordan and then the great, like, Babe Ruth. Yeah. Like, that. And then, I mean, this is the second week in a row, my son let been picked, but, like, you just got to love, like, that's such badass signature. It's so, like, fitting, too. I guess. Yeah. You know, and Swaggy P, like, it's not, like, iconic at all or anything, but, like, nobody calls him Nick Young. Like, only, like, you only call him Swaggy P. Yeah, Joey, let me hear yours again. I had uh, Black Mamba, Magic Johnson, um, the Sandman, and then Matty Ice. Fuck, oh, this is tough. Jack, what are yours? Um, Air Jordan, Great Bambino, Swaggy P, and Beast Mode. I I think I'm gonna go Joe because I love the Magic Johnson pick because like that's literally, like his name now, like that's what I I love I think that kind of was the difference maker with that. But Jack, yours, that was a tough one. Your Jack, yours is really good, and I love the Swaggy P pick. Yeah, I think we might be in a little bit toss up here, boys. Because I was gonna go with Luke as my pick, which means we all have one. <laughs> I think yeah. Or well, how, about, see, how about everyone picks one more guy? Whoever is the next best guy wins. Yeah, but, but you, you can't vote for yourself. That's fine. So like you can't. Um, so like everyone picks one more guy, and like all we do is vote on who has the best guy. But you can't vote for yourself. But then, but then you just pick for the other. Yeah, person. it's going to be the same. We're still going to tie. No, not necessarily. Hot Jack, there's only one other guy you can pick. No. So I like, can yeah, pick for you or Joey. We already, yeah, but we already picked one of. Yeah, like you said your second like, option. <laughs> no, no, no. Like this is a completely. This is the same draft, but a completely. Like we're just basing. Up. Hey, how about we do this? How about we do this? I bet we all have extra players. Let's go one more round. Okay. Whoever okay. Exactly. And where right. where would it lead off at? It would be. So since I got the last pick, because he gets the turn, pick. yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. Oh boy, I have a lot. I'm gonna go. Easy money sniper Kevin Durant. That's just so yeah, badass. I like that one. I like that one. That's like that's badass. I'm gonna go with the bus, Jerome Bettis. The wow. bus. Luke Luke knows how to play the strings of the crowd. You know that is true, but. <laughs> No, hey, it was it was either that or sweetness, so that is true. But um, I think this one might take over Joe, like might take over the bus. I'm gonna go white chocolate, Jason. Ooh, oh, I like that, that Jay name. Um, yeah, I'd probably take Jack here. I mean, yeah, I like that one, the white <laughs> chocolate. I like that pick. I want Jack. I should have I should have took the fridge. Maybe you guys. No, see, I went like, the during that. This draft, I remember I was like, I had like Magic was like there, Air Jordan, Great Van being like all guys you picked, but I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go with guys that are like just like funny nicknames, kind of. I just, I don't know, I thought I maybe had a different perspective on like what we were doing. I'm not saying that, yeah, my, that's just how, my that's how three, I wanted to yeah, go. Kinda went iconic there. I didn't go with iconic, I, I mean, it kind of went iconic, but I just wanted to do like, I don't know, just ones that are just funny, like. They're not like people don't really yeah. call it, but um, some 
picks like we missed on. I had Megatron. Yeah. The, the mailman, Carl Malone, because he always delivers. Uh, Mr. October, King James. Um, yeah. I had, uh, like I said, Sweetness, um, The Glove, Gary Payton. Yeah. Big Poppy, and then Pistol Pete. Because no one calls him Pete Maravich, oh, yeah. they just call him Pistol Pete. Yeah. That was more like the iconic thing. I just didn't go with him because I had a few too. I had um Hakeem the Dream or no Salim the yep. Dream if you watch Nelk. Um I got <laughs> I got Floyd Money Mayweather. Uh and I got Tiger Woods because guess if you guys didn't know not actually- Yeah, I had him written down, but I didn't think I didn't count there. Tiger and I didn't count Magic either. Well, it's like, okay, yeah, now I see. Like, but then when you said, like, you explained it, like, tell, like, that, and, like, so then I was like, you know what, I actually really like that pick now that you, like, explained it and stuff. So that's why I picked you, I guess. Um, I guess just some other ones I had written down were Dr. J, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, yeah, and so I guess this week we're not doing trivia again because we had – plenty of talk about the NBA and shit like that. So um you guys have any last words to say? Nope, just go bears, go hawks, go, bears. go twins. Um you know, I guess we are recording this like a couple days late. Go wolves record on a Friday and later in the day on Friday. Which means the Cyclones would have already played football. And the Cyclones absolutely shit rocked Sam Ellinger on senior day in Texas. Shit rock, yeah. No, and I got to give it to you. That was bad. At, like, I DM'd you oh, yeah. put that on your Instagram. Of, There's a picture uh, rock of Purdy, Purdy with down. horns down, you know. It doesn't get more iconic. <laughs> like, that, that was is, good, yeah. That that kind of takes away, like, a lot of the hate that I have for him. Because yeah, that is really badass. Because like um, you just... No, I mean, you can't if you... Well, like, I, I don't really know, know if you can hate him because Iowa kind of owns him right now. No, that's right. a good point. That's I kind of, I kind of like him because he gets us another win. You know. Shut up. Really um. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers, my fantasy team, three weeks in a row now getting dubs. So that's. <laughs> I lost McCaffrey in that league, so. Uh, yeah. Still yeah. six and five, so. All righty. Oh. Well. I bet I'll see you boys tonight. Yep. So, well. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, tune in next week. We'll probably record on Monday. I mean Wednesday. Drop it Wednesday. Uh, you'll find out because I'll put it all over social media. So <laughs> this was two birds, one clone. 